0: welcome back to some bonus content on the spiritually armored podcast today i want to talk about some lessons that we can learn from the first uh, ten or so chapters from judges and i want to start in judges chapter two verses sixteen through twenty three and those verses read and before i read we highly recommend you get your own bible i read from the king james you can read follow along with whatever version you prefer uh... But Judges chapter 2 verses 16 through 23 reads, Nevertheless the Lord raised up judges, which delivered them out of the hand of those that spoiled them. And yet they would not hearken unto their judges, but they went, a-whoring after other gods, and bowed themselves unto them. They turned quickly out of the way which their fathers walked in, obeying the commandments of the Lord, but they did not so. And when the Lord raised up them up judges, then the Lord was with the judge and delivered them out of the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. For it repented the Lord because of their groanings by reason of them that oppressed them and vexed them. And it came to pass, when the judge was dead, that they returned and corrupted themselves more than their fathers, and following other gods to serve them, and to bow down unto them. They ceased not from their own doings, nor from their stubborn way. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. And he said, because, this, because that this people hath transgressed my covenant, which I commanded their fathers, and have not hearkened unto my voice, I also will not henceforth drive out any th- from before them of the nations which Joshua left when he died, that through them I may prove Israel whether they will keep the way of the Lord to walk therein, as their fathers did keep it, or not. Therefore the Lord left those nations without driving them out hastily, neither delivered them uh, delivered He them into the hand of Joshua. So this set of scriptures is a summary of the entirety of uh, the first ten chapters of judges, and really the whole book of judges. Uh, the Israelites continuously hoard after other gods, as the King James Version says. God had a plan in place for when the Israelites cried out for him again, Uh, in that case, he would raise up a judge for them to be brought out of captivity. And that's verse 17 of the passage that we just read shows that God knew they would not remain faithful to him, but he continued to do this anyway. Uh, This just shows how loving of a God is, even in a time like the, the Old Testament. He's always been that way. So... Let's look at a few lessons, uh, some things that we can learn and apply from the Israelites in these scriptures. and Apply those things to our Christian walks. So, the first thing is, God will let us leave him. We see over and over again in the book of Judges that the Israelites, they left God. And they went after other gods, they served other gods in these chapters. What we see, though, in Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 is that the Lord never changes. And again, in the King James Version, it says, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. So we have to understand that God will let us leave him because he doesn't change. That hasn't changed from the Old Testament to the New Testament. God will still let us leave him. If He let the Israelites leave him, he'll let us leave him. And even in the New Testament, there are many scriptures that show that leaving God is possible. James chapter 5, verses 19 and 20 read, Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death, and shall hide a multitude of sins. Also, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Also Hebrews three, verse twelve. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. And there's just so many other scriptures that we can read and we can we can take and apply to this concept of falling away. There's just too many to list here. But as Christians, we have to be very careful not to fall away. And we also have to understand that possibility of falling away from the Lord. So the second lesson we can learn is God is willing to accept our, our repentance. The good news throughout Judges 1-10, through and again, it's the whole book of Judges, uh, is the Israelites cried out for the Lord and he was faithful to them. Again, the Lord raised up the, for them judges to bring them out of captivity when they cried out for him. In, in the church, we don't have judges, but we have the saints. We have other Christians. James chapter 5, verse 16 says, Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So if we confess our faults and short, shortcomings to each other, Prayer can effectively heal us. Also in chapter uh, 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, it says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we also have to confess our sins to God to be forgiven. That's the only way we can be forgiven. We have to confess our sins to God. And that's the same pattern that we see throughout Judges. Judges. Uh, the Israelites confessed their sins by crying out to the Lord. He forgave them every time. And as Christians, we can always come back to God if we confess our sins to Him. The third lesson is nothing good comes from leaving God. And when the Israelites left God, they became servants for ungodly people. And the way I think about this is, in the United States we had slavery a couple hundred years ago. Uh, these, what we know from history is many of the slave owners they typically didn't treat their slaves with respect. Uh, we know that there was there was lynchings and there was whipped there was whipping there was all kinds of terrible treatment of the slaves at that time. It, in some cases, they didn't even get fed. They didn't get wages. It was just a terrible treatment. So think about that and apply that to what we read when the Israelites are in captivity, they, they must have gone through similar experiences. Maybe not to the same extent. But at the same time, we don't know. We don't know how poorly they were treated. We just know they were most likely treated very poorly. So, when Christians leave God, it's disgusting in his eyes. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 22 but has happened unto them, according to the true proverb, the dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. So we, here we we get a very vivid picture. It's as if a dog turned back to his own vomit. It's like a pig rolling around in the mud. They never stay clean. The dog going back to his own vomit. I've seen this before. Um, many of you have probably seen it before. It is a very disgusting sight. That shows how disgusting God, God views it when Christians leave him. And we can even look at how the Lord felt in Judges chapter 3, verse 8. In Judges chapter 3, verse 8 reads, Therefore the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel, and he sold them into the hand of Chushan rishathaim king of Mesopotamia, and the children of Israel served Chushan rishathaim eight years. So that very first section, his anger was hot against Israel. He was so upset with them for going and doing evil and serving other gods. God was going out of his way to ensure that they were in his graces, yet they continued to reject him. And they went and served other gods. They were false gods. They didn't do anything for them. Think about put yourself in God's shoes. You say this this whole nation of people, you go out of your way to bring them out of Egypt. You rate you bring Moses to them. You have to go through all this convincing to Moses because Moses feels like he's not good enough. Even though you God are telling Moses he's good enough and when Moses gets there he gets to the people out of Egypt they complain think about how they how this feels right now they've been in a great spot they had Joshua who was a great leader they had many good judges in the throughout the book of judges put yourself in God's shoes to understand just how it felt when the people turned against him. So, we have to take care to follow God's commandments. And we have to do that to the best of our ability, the absolute best of our ability. So, as we conclude, again, there's th- there's a couple lessons that we spoke about here, and there's so many others we can learn from the book of Judges, but... The several that I talked about was God will allow us to leave him. Uh, God will accept our repentance. But also, nothing good comes from leaving God. And we have to take special care to keep our mind focused on God and his commandments. And if we don't, we could find ourselves in eternal punishment. Kind of departing a little bit from Judges, I, I wanted to, real quick, before I close, mention how we can get God's forgiveness. And this will be short, but it's very important. So, how do we know uh, we can have God's forgiveness? Well, we have to be in Christ. So, Colossians chapter 1, verse 14, it says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So, this is speaking about Christ here. We have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. So through his blood, we have to be in Christ to receive that forgiveness. But how do we get in Christ? Romans chapter 6 verses 3 and 4 says, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So we get into Christ by being buried with him in baptism. When we come up from that watery grave of baptism, we should walk in newness of life. We're cleansed after baptism. That is how we have forgiveness of sins. And it was mentioned in uh, episode 2 of the podcast that there are so many scriptures supporting this, this idea that baptism is for the forgiveness of our sins, and that that is how we we are cleansed of our sins. So this this scripture Romans six verses three and four shows what we must do to be saved. And again, I mentioned it just a moment ago. Many people ask this question throughout the book of Acts, but we also find the answer to this this question of how do we get in Christ right here in Romans six. It's these are some great things about the Old Testament. We can go back and read and we can apply these lessons learned to our lives as Christians. So that's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, This is again, some bonus content of the spiritually armored podcast. We plan on doing these in between each week of the official episodes and hopefully we can get some other people to come on and, do some of their own bonus content so that we can really strive to spread the word. And if you have any questions, you are looking for a Bible study, or you have any spiritual needs, you can contact us at bespirituallyarmored at gmail.com. That's bespirituallyarmored at gmail.com. So thanks for tuning in today.